0: From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ.
1: Hi everybody, Russ Miami's my Hope you are all safe and well. New channel. Please keep subscribing. Hitting the bell. Oh, is it gone? Hitting the bell icon. Let me put it on. My daughter's been using it. Uh, Hitting the bell icon, there we go. <laughs> like our channel sponsors. I'll talk Check out the description below. Bloody daughters, it's, 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 it's half turns finished. And she's still pissed about my computer. Anyway, everyone is safe and well. Um, another, ex, another Miami's Eleven interview today. Uh, a big fan. Just Kai. Just Kai. <laughs> hey, D
0: big boy. You all right? Oh, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm all good. How That's about nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm all right. When, when the sun's out, hmm. it makes everything a bit more bearable, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Until it comes to the time where you've got to go to sleep. And then... Cracking point yeah and then it's uh, a case of you, you're swearing by the fact that you hate warm weather
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it, it, it's, it's it's so true obviously we had so much rain and we sit there like oh a bit of sunshine and obviously we had a bit of sunshine last week and everyone yeah. was like oh it's too hot isn't it oh it's too hot it's like it makes a, that's why i've got one of these i'll show
0: you oh i can't get
1: it out I've got one of those industrial fans
0: Oh, I don't blame you, mate. Not yeah. like a little mini like aircon thing where you stick the filter in the freezer and you put like does that work? at the top. Uh, uh, yeah, it does the job. It does
1: mm. the job. Someone bought know, me last know. year. I don't know who it was. Like someone, like, it came through the door. At Amazon. I didn't order it. Someone must have purchased bought it for me. One of those mm. neck things. With, like, oh,
0: okay,
1: <laughs> Hang on here. That's the thumbnail. There's the thumbnail. Your <laughs> neck thing. Got it you sort of push them yeah yeah mm. oh yeah it just it's just it's just like warm air just like on your face but yeah no. it's very kind of a city thank you someone said to me but um yeah no i know what you mean it's but it's when it's sticky in it and it's like it's, it's yeah Hello. I famously on Friday got out of the pool. No, Thursday night a good side to get out of the pool for flow, and and so you know it took like five, it takes like five hours, four hours to fill it up, and you have to get the filter and, so mm. and all that Thursday, and obviously all day Friday it pissed it down, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I could have saved myself so much money on the old. Wall. I could literally just lifted the lifted the top and just let
0: the rainwater. Yeah, water... oh, it was fucking done as well. It was, wasn't it? Typical. Oh, yeah. I knew the rain was meant to start at like six, seven, and it was like eight o'clock, and I was like, I was just sort of sat there like, because especially when it's heat, like how it has been the last couple of days, I right. can't wait for the rain. So I was just sort of sat there like tapping my foot impatiently, going, "Where's, rain? Where's the rain? Where's the rain? I need it to rain."
1: It's ridiculous, but, isn't it? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Because you know, we, we, we soon wish for it to come, and as soon as it comes, we wish it away, don't we? So oh yeah,
0: more than two days of rain, I'm 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 doing the same with the hot weather. Yeah, I'm, you know what I mean. Swearing by the fact I hate the rain,
1: but you know, come rain or shine, West Ham's kept us going this year.
0: It has, ah, oh, and what a year they've decided! I expect, like what a time they've decided to yeah. suddenly pick up their act. Do you know what I mean? Like sort of coming towards the end of last season, where it was it, everyone was down in the dumps, and then, yeah, you know. West Ham weren't helping at points, and then all of a sudden, we just about survived relegation. Yeah. And then this season, we've we nearly got Champions League, and like, you know, it's funny because my stepdad's a Spurs fan, and I was sat there going, <laughs> sat there playing the Champions League theme, and going, "You ain't gonna hear that, but I might." <laughs> <laughs> You've got no chance. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: But that's the thing about being a West Ham fan. It's it's enjoying those those moments. Like, they don't come along very often. Those moments,
0: mm. and when mm. they
1: do, it's it's important to enjoy them because
0: yeah, make
1: the most. You know, yeah, I'm hopeful that we'll have more of them coming oh, coming in in this new regime. But you know, you never know. You never know with West Ham, do you? So, it's,
0: it's it's a case of we're used to the usual cycle. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We're used to the same old thing of you know like 2000 last season Bolin's perfect example yeah you know the season before last season under Allardyce we didn't do too bad we didn't do great but then Billich come in and you know everyone else come in Payet come in Lanzini come in mm. and it changed everything all of a sudden it's you know we're going to a new stadium and you know you've got Sullivan saying what he's saying about yeah oh, yeah <laughs> And it went wrong. Yeah, it just... But I think that that point, it was a case of going into a brand new stadium, you know, as much as we reluctantly went into it, it was a case mm. of, you know, this this could be it. This could be it. And when it wasn't, I think we didn't savour the moment. I think, especially when it was the last season at the bowling, I think that helps, that, that sort of pushed, that was more important really in my opinion than you know the ending the season on a high ending ending the final home game with a win and what a game that was as well. Mm. Um you know we sort of went into the next season the Olympic Stadium and or the London Stadium and you know when it all went wrong we were all a bit like ah shit mm. that happened. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But it seems that this season now it's a case of You know, we've got Europa League and it's now, you know, savour the moment because like last time it could come and go as it did.
1: Yeah, and I think I think it's one of those I think it seems until recently it seems we have like a good year and then we have five barren years, so to speak. So obviously this is the best year since the bowling year, which was the best year (laughs) since probably about two thousand and maybe the season we went up maybe that was quite a good season and then the, before then would have been probably the fa cup final which was 2006 before then would have probably been the intertota cup 99 so it, it literally is every five years we have a good season and, and 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 even you know you look back at the boys of 86 that team and they never and ever was no investment on that team otherwise and then there was no. then they sort of went on a slump and and that's, mm. that's what I think is different about this time. That's why I'm, I'm really, I'm quietly confident with next season. Um, I think mm. there's going to be, a, I think we've got the right man on the helm. Yeah. He hasn't that's signed, a, we, well, hopefully, if he signs a contract. But, well,
0: um, well uh, <laughs> I mean, Ancelotti hasn't gave us any help, has he? Do you know what no. I mean? i out of that as quickly as he can. But you know
1: has, do you know who has given us hope? What has? Duncan Ferguson. Dunk has given us hope because he refused to go to Real Madrid. He wanted the Everton job. Mm. That's incredible. The the, the confidence in the man. You know, Ancelotti's Mm. basically given him a free pass to come to Madrid. And I'd have been there in a shot. No, sorry. Yeah. But,
0: (laughs) I mean, fair play to the bloke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But. Totally, man. Yeah, I mean, like, talking about having the right man at the helm, I mean, I remember when we first brought him in, what was it, These Was it the seventeen eighteen season? Uh,
1: all the, yeah, I, I, all, all the seasons mould into one, to be honest with me. Yeah, yeah,
0: this, this is the thing. It's all just sort of... <laughs> um, it might have been there. Um, and I think he'd only just got relegated with Sunderland the season before, I believe. I might be wrong. I'm not 100%, but... I remember being quite like you know it was announced and I was like oh, I was, sat, I, was <laughs> I think I was in college at my first year in college and there was another West Ham fan with me and his best mate who was a Spurs fan and me and the, <laughs> me and the other West Ham fan who's funnily enough called Kai as well um we both sat there going oh why why moyes why moyes the first time round and then it sort of hit the end of the season we got rid of him we brought in Pellegrini and I don't know, I, sort of, I thought the first time getting rid of him was slightly unjust. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? And then when he was reappointed after Pellegrini left, it was again, I had the exact same reaction as the first one. Why, Moyes? We got rid of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I thought the whole point is to start trying to move on. And then he had a couple of games and then I was sat there thinking to myself, hang on a second, when he first got sacked... I completely disagreed with the point that he was sat, but then when he's come back, I'm now moaning about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've got all my my I've got all my sort of um I don't know what the word for it. I've got like my priorities back. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah priorities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
0: know I mean, like in reality, we've brought in the right bloke, and thank God I was wrong. I mean, I've been wrong so many times this season. Oh my God! Mm. But do you know what? i I've, I've never been so happy to be proven wrong. Yes.
1: Yeah, do you know
0: that's what I mean? Like, yeah. um, a bloke that I worked with. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the start of the season, you know, obviously it didn't start well. We had that performance against, New- against Newcastle, which wasn't great at two no. nil. But then, so when we started to pick up, when Moyes and Diop come down with COVID, I think wasn't that just before the Cholton game? Uh,
1: yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and uh. You know, then Alan Irvine come in, and you know the bloke I worked with was like, do you know, what? keep your chins up. We're gonna do all right. We're gonna have a couple of, we're gonna have a run of games that we're gonna actually do quite well. I yeah. was like, ah, oh, mate, there's no like, look who we've got. We've got we've got Wolves, we've got Leicester, we've got Spurs, and obviously, um, Spurs were on the run that they were under under Mourinho. Thank God that collapsed as fast as it went up. <laughs> um. You know, then we've got City and Liverpool. Yeah. And five games I, I, I even remember seeing on Twitter, like, everyone's going, if we get four points, uh, we'd be happy.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know what I mean? And then he was going, nah, keep your head up. We're going to get, we're going to do better than you think. And then we walloped Wolves. I was like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Then we beat Leicester. And I thought, right, okay, <sighs> And then I remember watching um because my granddad, like I said, my stepdad's a Spurs fan, and so is my granddad. A lot of a lot of my family are Spurs fans. And um, you know, I remember going around my granddad's and uh, cause he's not very well. Um, I left early so I can watch it from the kickoff. And my stepdad um, left a little bit later. And uh just before I left, my stepdad said, Oh, why don't you just come with me? He said you're only going to end up missing all the Spurs goals. He come in 18 minutes in the game and Spurs were 3-0 up. He come in and I was just going, oh, I hate you. I hate you. Why, why, why didn't I go with you? And he was just laughing. But then, obviously, they weren't too pleased at full time with that no. game. No. It was a bittersweet, but it was funny. But...
1: but, but, but i know what you mean it's like it's it's i think this season's is it's been a season there where we've all had to take stock and of you know as you said like we've been proven wrong several times this season but we've all mm. been happy to you know to, to be proven wrong and
0: yeah
1: and it's but it, it, you know you mentioned Alan the nerve is, you know it's obviously it's not just Moisy, but it's the whole whole backroom mm, team everyone. is assembled they're no. absolutely you absolutely you know sends uh-huh.
0: and uh i love seeing like I can't remember what couple of games it was. I mean, there's been so many moments. But Nolan, like his reactions when we score, like
1: yeah.
0: oh like he, he's one of the play, like the ex-West Ham players I'm so glad we got back in yeah. back with us. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's he's gonna end up coming up in my team, but um, you know, he was he was brilliant. I loved him, yeah. Yeah, oh, he is. So, he's just, just passion, isn't it? I think that's, oh, I think that's yeah. what West
1: Ham fans love to see is passion. Um, mm-hmm. And whether it's passion on the pitch or passion in the dugout, you know, that was one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we never really warmed to Pellegrini in that way because he never seemed passionate. You know, he'd sit there mm-hmm. and he'd, he'd only get up if we were like a couple of goals down or whatever. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whereas, you know, I like a manager. I like a manager in a tracksuit. I'll be honest. I like a tracksuit manager. <laughs> I like, you know, there's, a, there's certain types of players, managers who are suit managers and certain types of tracks. Yeah. Sometimes Moyes mix it up and goes with like a jumper, mm. you know, mm. smart trousers, and a jumper and a shirt, top, which is fine, but it's mm. not really a suit. No. Um, you know, so whereas...
0: He's ready to be active on the touchline. It's almost what like, it a, yeah, it's, sure, working, I mean, it's a needs, workout. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Where it's like,
1: you know... Guardiola is he Guardiola's in, in a different league because he just looks wicked in whatever he wears. Oh, yeah.
0: just, <laughs> Do you
1: know what I mean? He's just a just smart guy. Scott Parker's the same. No. Scotty P's the same. He, he can mm. get away with oh. anything else. Yeah, But, you know, everyone else is all, so like Klopp. Klopp is a, you know, he's a tracksuit manager. You know, mm. that's what I like. Mourinho well, is more well, of a... Solskjaer. Sure. yeah, exactly. Like suit manager.
0: Mm. He's he doesn't wanted, work. really get no, doesn't. up. No, he doesn't. No, no, no. And that gets on my nerves. I'm not even yeah. a United fan. I, I don't like United at all. But that's something that I've even mentioned to a couple of, you know, typical London United fans. Um, of course. Um, I've said to them, like, you know, doesn't that get on your nerves? that he doesn't ever seem animated on the touchline. Like, mm. they'll score and he'll sort of, you'll see it and he'll sort of smile to himself and probably go, yeah. And then he'll just sit back again. And you just think, Oh like
1: yeah I hate that <laughs> I think it's that underneath cuz cuz he's cuz he's he's Danish isn't he and I think he's it's that sort of you know that happens I think that there's there's certain parallels to that as well so there's like you know I look at someone like, like Winston Reed so Winston Reed you know he's he spent a lot of time in, in Denmark and yeah. he's in, and he's a, he's a kiwi as well so you know quite res, quite reserved you know personalities yeah. 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 so that you don't really see him in the same well, way like James Collins was like a Welshman rah, you know so and it's it's the same true with, with, with managers I think and yeah. um yeah definitely yeah. and it's funny because then you get certain people like Sean dice Sean dice is a yeah. suit manager but he should be a track suit manager
0: yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I think we've yeah. started a whole new series now guys. <laughs> See, giving you a shirt or suit, shirt or suit. That's what it's good. Or
0: suit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like,
1: man. But anyway, so, so, you, so you mentioned, like, obviously, you know, you got a lot of Tottenham fans in in your mm. in your mm. life. So, so why did you pick the right side? What was what was the <laughs> yeah. story behind
0: it? So, we're oh, going years before I was born, like probably even not long after my mum was born, when my granddad was working in the civil service, and uh when he worked in the civil service, he ended up meeting a bloke. I think he then ended up working in the British library. And in there, he met a bloke who ended up being his best mate um, called Brian. And uh, Brian was a out and out devout Amherst fan, like complete, you know, it was he bled claret and blue yeah yeah yeah. You know what i mean and um just my granddad's and they they were best mates inseparable do you know what i mean like and mean. they'd do anything for each other do you know what i mean like my granddad was going through quite a rough patch and sort of a lot of people in my family were at that time and he would always help and you know it'd be vice versa and whatever and um Then once I was born, um, football wasn't really, like, anything for me initially. Like, it wasn't anything that bothered me. It was just, for me, football was the games that I had. You know, the Pez and FIFA, and it wasn't anything special. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally get it, man.
0: Even when I'm talking to Spurs fans in my family, it was was not like... never once would have said you know i was you know i'd have been one of them typical kid oh, i support this team because i play with them on on fifa or pez or i, I, yeah, I like yes. this team this week because i've gone from liking manchester united on pes because i like ryan Giggs to then i like liverpool because i like torres do you know what i mean like yeah. it was it was typical sort of sliding back and forth but then um I must have been about year two. I don't know how old that is. I think I might be about seven, eight years old. Yeah. Um, My granddad and his best mate, Brian, uh, decided to take me to a West Ham game. Or to try to, anyway, shall we say. I don't know who we were playing. playing. Um, For some reason, I feel like it was Fulham, but I don't know if Fulham were in the Premier League at that time or if... Even we, were, like, I, I genuinely have no idea. It's <laughs> something that I can't I can't remember exactly. Like, for some reason, I think it's Fulham, because for, for some reason I've got a memory of in primary school someone saying that that's who we played. But, like I said, I haven't got a clue, because yes. unfortunately we turned up to the ground and it all sold out. Oh, no. So, <laughs> you know, but before that, like, they, you know, I uh, hopefully should be able to get them. I, 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 was, I don't know when this video will go out, but tomorrow my mum's going to uh, my granddad's and with, there's three photos of his on his wall of me, my granddad, and his best mate, Brian. Uh, oh, the uh, more statue. Lovely. You know, um, and even, like, going down uh, Barking Road, going down way past Bowling, carry on going straight down, but towards um, Barking, pretty much. Mm. Um, There was, I don't don't know what the pub was, but it was sat on the corner. It's shut now. It's completely shut. I don't even think it's been turned into anything. But I believe next to it, there's a um, doctor's practice. There's a GP next to it. But Mm. I just remember being out there just before the game started, you know, and picking up on the atmosphere of that. Do you know what I mean? Of outside, yeah, yeah. you know, my granddad, who's 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 a diehard Spurs fan, his best mate, who's a diehard Amers fan, and then there's me, who's getting sort of inducted, like sort of pushed into this, yeah, you know? inducted into this, yeah. All, yeah, yeah, like held hand in hand by a Spurs fan and a West Ham fan into go. This is your team. Go and you know, yeah. and um, you know, all I all I all I remember is getting to the um ticket booth finding out it had sold out and just crying mm. <laughs> you know because he's cutting in it
1: yeah <laughs> it's, totally <you>
0: know, that's, <laughs> art, like, that's the one thing i always remember hearing it and just being like you know knowing that i would missed out on something not not exactly knowing what i would missed out of but it's that feeling the noise of the bowling when it was rocking you know, I've been to other football games and there's, there's never been a place quite like it. But um, fortunately, a couple of years after that, so in 2011, I went to my first West Ham game with my granddad's uh, his best mate, who we all call uncle, yeah. um, and my sister. And we went to the 2-0 win in 2011 against Barnsley. Yeah, proper out there game, Um, and that I don't I don't exactly all I know is I sat sort of opposite the dugout on the other side, sat almost slap bang in the middle, and you know, then they felt like the atmosphere, that everything as a kid, you know, again at that point, sort of somewhat picked West Ham, but didn't really have a reason. And that was it. That was it. The moment that whistle went for kickoff, that was it. Do you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I, again, sat next to a diehard Spurs fan, a diehard West Ham fan. And I've never seen a Spurs fan celebrate a West Ham (laughs) goal. In my life. (laughs) Uh, and um, you know, um, I, I mean, I remember the first goal was Jonathan Spector. Um, can't remember exactly seeing it go in. All I know is that there was just a huddle of players next thing I know, the ball's in the back of the net, and everyone's up on their feet screaming and shouting. Yeah, uh, and then the last goal was the in the 93rd minute by Frederick Piccion, who come oh, on, okay. <laughs> That's the, the only thing I can ever remember of him. And you know what? I, that's it. That's all I need to remember. Yeah. of yeah. Frederick, like, you know, that that moment of, I mean, I remember as a kid thinking, uh, like, to this day, vivid memory of it being somewhat outside the box and he just rockets it into the top corner. But then I was watching a replay not too long ago and he sort of runs it into the box and still rockets it into the top corner. But <laughs> like, as a kid, you know, I, I, it was it was the, the best thing I've ever seen. That was the greatest goal I've ever seen anyone score, including the fluky goals that you'd ever see scored in primary school. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Frederick on scored a 94th minute second goal against Barnsley <laughs> and I believe it, it might have been the um, Carling Cup, or it might have been the FA Cup. I think it was the FA Cup. You know, right. like that greatest thing I'd ever seen. Um, that's, but
1: that's the thing, though, mate. That's the thing, is not it? That's uh, mm. and it's it's not necessarily the games. It's, as you said, it's the memories that you have, and mm. and yeah. and and as you said, also it's it's not just the goals. That you know, the fact is, you know, you don't necessarily remember the first game you turned up to. And they didn't no tickets. But it was about the memories and about yeah. your granddad and his mate and your uncle. He's not really your uncle, but he left yeah. you a uh, lawnmower. And so you have to call him uncle. And all those types of things, you know, but that's what it that's what it's about though, mate. It ain't about yeah. I've I've gone to see blah, 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 blah. you know, I, I remember my first game, but I don't remember anything else. Really. Yeah. It's yeah. Sort of like, yeah, it just goes away. But that, that's what that's what's great about about football. That's what great at West Ham. I think it's just this special place and the fact that I love the fact that a Tottenham, you know, Tottenham fan mm.
0: was pushing you to support West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, hey, um, I mean, they like I talked to my granddad about it, and you know, my granddad would even say that he would go to West Ham games, and then him and best mate, they'd go to Spurs games, even though he was mm. a West Ham fan, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was The football didn't matter because they were best mates, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it was the fact that, oh, I'm going to football, do you want to come? It You know, it wasn't a case of, oh, who are we were going to see? Well, I ain't going to watch Spurs or I ain't going to watch West Ham. It was, do you want to come to the football? I've got a ticket or I'm going to get a ticket. Do you want to come? Yeah, of course, cool, so let's go. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah after that game i got given this little bobble hat which i mean seems pretty nothing but um when my uncle was young and a west ham fan that was given to him that was made by his mum Love when it. he was a child and then got given to me after the the i think it was the the one we didn't get tickets to so not yeah, not my yeah, mum, yeah, yeah. West Ham game, but I can't. It as my first. <laughs> but um, um, but unfortunately, my second game um was quite a bit of a difficult one because he'd um passed that year. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we got obviously we got relegated in 2011. Then uh, December. 2011, just before the turn of the New Year, he would become really ill, and it turned out that he'd got liver canc- uh, cancer. Cancer, mm. might have been liver yeah. cancer. Um, but between the diagnosis and him passing away, it was about two weeks. Um, Shit, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's it's horrible. Those things because sometimes, I mean, my my wife's dad passed mm. not as quick as you. Your, your, your I think she was about six months, but mm. still, it's like you know, it's 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 whether you want it to be prolonged. Yeah, so you get used to but, it, or whether because then he's suffering more, isn't he? Where it's two weeks, it was like, God yeah, fucking hell, isn't he? yeah, yeah.
0: But, um, like he died on New Year's Day, on New Year's Day of 2012, first mm. January 2012. Um, and I don't know, from that moment, it was like as if as if a torch was passed to me, yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. No, I get that, I, I get, get that
0: now. You know, he, he, he's the reason why I'm a West Ham fan. So I need to now go and corrupt everyone else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah,
1: and, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You I know, mean. like, so the second game that I ever see was um, the last time we ever beat Brighton, which still grates me that we haven't been able to beat them since. Um, but it was the 6-0 win at the Bowling
1: yeah,
0: And, uh, yeah, that game, I mean, that was strange because it was a case of turning up to the ground and you were excited about the football, but, uh, you know, that day was there so that we could spread his ashes yeah. at the uh, Memorial Garden.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's, it, it was a weird game. It was such a weird feat Like, the build-up was like no other West Ham game that I've been to. Mm. But it was, yeah, it was it was strange because it was so morbid and dark because, you know.
1: Obviously, yeah, but obviously it would yeah. be. Yeah, it would be. It would be that. Yeah,
0: you don't, you don't want, you know, it's, it's not like, I mean, well, I'd only just turned 11 years old. Do you know what I mean? And the person that's turned me into this massive football fan is all of a sudden like that, gone.
1: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Like my granddad's best mate. Like, you know what I mean? Like at the same time. And um, so, yeah, that was strange. I just remember walking through the bowling and getting round to the uh, Memorial Garden, having that service. And then it was a case of going up to the stands and we were just above the away fans. Um, And I remember standing outside and my sister going to me, because at this time we went with my mum, my granddad, my sister and me. Then my uncle's wife and daughter. And um and you know, they're all West Ham fans. My mum doesn't care about football, but you know, yes. she always finds space to take the piss out of me when West Ham are losing. Of course. <laughs> or oh they're winning for once. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. three three game winning winning streak. Oh they're winning for once. No, no mum, we won week. <laughs> For once we are actually winning. You yeah. Know. But um yeah, I just remember being stood outside the ground, all the Brighton fans are coming in and they were wearing their sort of lime green black um kit that season. Uh the, their away shirt, and I remember my sister going, I don't know why they're all so cocky. They're gonna get slapped today. And I was like, <laughs> Oh don't be sad. I was like, Oh I don't know about that. Like my sister didn't follow football. I was at that point I was following us quite um, quite closely, yeah. The championship, and uh, I was like, Oh, don't like uh, Brighton for some reason always scared me that season. I mean, they should scare me still, they still do, to be they
1: fair. still do, yeah, yeah,
0: they still haunt my dreams. Um, <laughs> you know, and then I try, at the moment that game kicked off, I it took three minutes, and Vaz Tay from like 25 yards out just slumped it. And to this day, don't know how to keep and never saved it, but. I take it, and I think within 25 minutes, we're 3-0 up. Mm. And at the end of the game, obviously, Vazte hat-trick to seal it off with a lovely little bicycle kick. Um, and then the last goal was an own goal. And, you know, that was that was such a weird game because that was very much so as if you know, people say it's like as if someone's watching over to make sure it goes as perfectly as it could.
1: I totally get that, yeah. You
0: know I mean, and, and that, that's literally what happened. That game mm. could not have gone as perfect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? A 6-0 win, complete dominance. Like, we didn't seem to be... They, they, they had no chance and it, it was, you know, perfect. Um, yeah, and that... That game was was brilliant, and and since that game, I mean, I've I've always taken this, and I've gone to Love very it. very. I haven't, you know what? I have to admit, I've not gone to tons of West Ham games. That, that's sort of, you know, we've never been very well off. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I get that.
1: No, I get that, man. It's not it's not necessary. I mean, fuck, we we interview people all over the world, man, and some people <clears> haven't even stepped in foot knew them. Yeah. um and arguably they're more of a fan than some other people who are, who oh, yeah, no, it's just because it's not about that it's about this about right. The, the, right. the way you support them but i know i know what you mean and and
0: yeah,
1: yeah. and sometimes and sometimes when you know and, and, and things like you you know that whole that whole thing with the brighton game yeah it happens that, that those things happen and sometimes it just happens all for the right reason, as you said. You know, we haven't beaten them since, and and that day there was no worry. That's, that's the last yeah. thing you w- wanted to worry about was us and now biting one 0 victory. You exactly. know, it was
0: exactly you know
1: very, all the emotions that you had as well there. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. Luckily, I've t- I've taken that bobble up to every single game that I've been to, it. and we've never conceded, and I've never seen a draw, but we always win. We've always won. Every game that I've gone to, I mean, I, I think I need to go next season. Bring yeah, every game. If I, if I get a season ticket, bring that bloody bobble out. I'm telling you, I'm Yeah, shit.
1: we'll be in Champions League because we won the Europa League next year.
0: Yeah. but um, you know, and I like, I think that the next time after that, I think the next game I see was with school with one of my best mates who's. Also a West Ham fan, doesn't follow us very closely, but like you said, I mean, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? He'll still go to the games and okay. whenever I ask him, or oh, I've got a ticket spare, do you want to go? He's always up for it. And um, for that one, that was the uh, 1-0 win 2015 against Sunderland. You,
1: you pick some glamorous ties, do don't you?
0: Oh, mate. Mate, what I mean that one that was what eight, <laughs> I missed the goal for that one as well because Diafra Sakho scored like the eighty eighth minute or something stupid like that, like so last minute into the game. And um, we'd left the stadium because we'd gone with our school, so our head teacher was like, "Oh no, we're gonna leave early, so we miss we miss all the build up and everything." Yeah, yeah. Yep. So obviously. As we've walked, like, gone to go walk out, like, oh, I need to go to the toilet, need to go to the toilet, gone to the toilet, come out. And my mate, like, he's waiting. Then he's all of a sudden gone, well, I need to go to the toilet as well. He's gone in, taken forever. As we've just walked out of the bowling from out and over. <sighs> it was like, what? Uh-huh. Like, No! Like, just as we've walked out, they've gone and scored. But uh, that one was class because we were right behind the um, the goal, near the away fans. Uh it was just before Adam Johnson got nicked. <laughs> he was coming over doing his warm ups near us, and uh, I mean, the like the atmosphere there for that for that one. I mean, there's there's a famous there's a funny uh, video that always goes around on like the best UK football fan chance. and it's the Sunderland fans f- hitting a inflatable penis that they've got. Yeah. And the stewards take it off and they're just chanting, we want our dick back. We want our dick back. <laughs> <laughs> like It's just brilliant because I just remember being stood there, looking at the side, and there's just this inflatable penis just going, bobbling about the fans. I'm thinking, what the hell? But yeah, oh, that was that was a, a, a strange game to go to. Like I said, yeah. Andrew Johnson coming right up as if, you know... Like, what went through his head to decide, you know what, I'm gonna go right up to, as close as I can to the fans. Do you know what I mean? Like but the abuse that he got was hilarious. It was it was hilarious. I've gotta give him that. Like the fans just went in. I can't even remember some of the chance. I think my ears were too young to know That's, any of the yeah, yeah, he didn't know, you know, know what these words were, yeah. Like 15 years old, I'm just gonna. Uh, I didn't hear nothing, nothing. But, um, yeah, I
1: mean, it's all all memories, though, Kai, isn't it? So, I mean, it's all like memories. I might be funny, you know, and it's like, you know, and that's why I like interviewing people because, you know, because it goes through and you sort of, you know, you've listed about three or four like really strong memories and they're all associated with West Ham. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: and, And that's the thing. It's about, you know, how it associates and how you get associated with the club. And that's why, you know, it's just, yeah, you might not go to every, you might not go to every game, you know, but it doesn't matter. You've got this a uh, bond with it, and yeah. you know, with your granddad as well, you know. There's a real, there's a real, you know, there is a real bond there. Um, yeah. and and obviously, you know, since. Since supporting them, obviously, you know what we do. We do our eleven. You've already alluded to one of your players in midfield. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Kevin Nolan. So, but we'll come. We'll come to that anyway. Um, so, what we try and do is get everyone to put an eleven together. So The only rule is you have to be alive to see them play. That's the only rule. Simples. You can be curvy one, want. Doesn't matter. But the only rule is you have to be alive to see them play. Sweet, sweet, yep. crystal. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Let's let's go in goal. Who's going to be in goal for the Kai eleven? Well,
0: in goal. I'm going to go with Mr. Robert Green. Greeno. oi I'm going to go with Rob Green. I think, I mean, served the club pretty well.
1: Yeah. He's
0: always, always been, as a kid anyway, a standout player. I mean, Green here, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really... yeah, I mean, he's solid. He was Sorry, a solid goalkeeper, you know.
0: You know, he, he was, you know... Always, we always we've always been quite all right with keepers, you know. Yeah, what I mean? I agree. Apart from uh, that, him who shall not be named last season. Exactly. Um, we've been pretty pretty okay with with keepers. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but Rob Green is always for me, for some reason, always a bit of a stand up. I mean, like meant going back to the Brighton game, I remember the. West Ham fans sort like singing to him, and he's standing there mid game, standing there, getting them to cheer him on and everything. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Brilliant. Really, like, well, he's meant to be focusing next, week, you know, Brighton could be coming on the counter at like, and he's standing there getting the West Ham fans. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, that, <laughs> oh, but that's him. half the fun. That's half the yeah, fun oh, of it, I you know. And there's certain keepers that do that. And I think they have a special place in, in fans hearts, not even the home fans, but the away fans as well. Cause don't forget, you know, that goalkeeper will go see away fans and nine times out of ten, they get a clap. They always get a clap. Oh, yeah. Very rarely. They not get a clap from the away fans, whether it's West Ham away, or whether it's, you know, the other team are playing away. Um, and and so there's always a, a strong bond of a goalkeeper and their fan base, I think. And and Rob Green was he had an, he had a real dry sense of humour, and I think it just worked well with the West Ham fans. You know, the fact was he was England number six for a long time, wasn't he? Yeah. And like everyone's England number six, and he had it stitched in his glove, and and we love taking the piss out of ourselves, and so he was taking the piss yeah. out of himself. And yeah. I think that's why there was, this, and he was a solid keeper. You know, he was a great keeper. He was.
0: Keeper
1: for us. Yeah, he was. Um, no, you're not at all. Um, right, okay, we'll put Greeno in. Uh, let's move into midfield. that midfield, let's move into defence. Who's your first defender then, Kai?
0: So, first one is going to be Mr. Angelo Ogbonna. Oggy, okay, okay, okay. it, it, it It has to be, I think. Like, you know, I was watching um, your episode, I, I believe, with Harry um, the other day, and... You know, he said it perfectly. I'm so glad that he's back in the team. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, especially this season, he's been, he's been class. He's been oh yeah, crazy. And and you know, when he was gone, we missed him. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because he he has that sort of, but like, st- he brings that sturdiness to our back line. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. No matter who you put alongside him. I mean, it was proven from when he was injured. You know, Dawson was brilliant with Angelo. But then the moment Ogbonna was off injured, he started to have a couple of shaky performances. Mm. And then Mm. Ogbonna come back and then, you know, fair enough, he had that one against, I think, Angelo's first game back was against Newcastle. Yeah. Dawson didn't have a great game there. Um, But from then on, I I can't really fault Dawson a lot as much as much of, as I could have afforded him, from once Ogbonna was gone, and the same with Diop. I mean, I, I'm I'm one of them. I love Issa Diop, and I know he's 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 very, you know, hot and cold between West Ham fans. I know some yeah. of them, some of them love him, some of them hate him. Well, not hate him, but would rather see someone else. But I think for me, he's he's shown, especially when he's alongside an older sort of more sort of like controlling defender like Ogbonna who will tell him where to go what to do he's he's brilliant and he's young do you know I mean? and that's what we want mm-hmm. we need to keep a hold of a defender like that like Yasser who's what 23, 24 years Must old be, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean like if we keep someone like Ogbonna on, alongside him for a decent period of time that's then going to go on to him and then we've got we'll end up having a 26 year old who's Who's able to command his box and command his defensive line? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Diop's always been one. Like when when it, you know, I know we're talking about Ogbonna, but quickly talk, talk about Diop. I mean, when it was coming out that uh, we wanted to sell him to, we were possibly going to give him to Liverpool online. Mm. I was, yeah, you get, having him against someone like, with having Ogbonna in the back line, someone like Issa Diop who who seems quite nervous when a game starts. He seems quite nervous. He doesn't make, he doesn't, he sometimes makes the wrong decisions. But again, he's young. He's a young footballer. He's a young defender. And, you know, he can get away with that. And having someone like Bonner who who will come in and sort of correct the mistakes that he's made, mm. is brilliant because then that sort of gets him to switch on, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of wakes him up and he's got that sort of yeah, yeah. Um, comfort blanket, so to speak. That security yeah. blanket, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, like I say, it was the same with Dawson. Mm. He does the same with Dawson. And like I said, that was shown from once Ogbonna was injured against United. That, you know, we needed someone like Ogbonna. We needed someone to, you know, he, he's so dearly missed in that back line, especially no, this I agree.
1: No, I totally agree, man. No, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, I totally agree. Uh,
0: right, should put Oggy in. Uh, who's who's the next
1: defender? I think Guy. I... Huh? Who's next?
0: Oh well, it's got to be Winston Reid, isn't it?
1: Oh, the Reeser. Let's put Reid I
0: think, for me, I mean, you know, I believe. That that season, what we did, did we bring him in, in two thousand eleven, and we didn't. Re, Avram Grant didn't really use him. He didn't yeah, really yeah. use anyone that well. To be fair, I mean, Avram Grant didn't use anyone great. But um, you know, that season championship under Allardyce, he sort of, sort of started to form into his own. Yeah. And yeah, he was on his day. Saigles, you know, yeah,
1: I mean on his day, I mean, you know, going going to the championship really benefited him as a player, I think. And um, you know, come you know, he was when he came up, you know, after you know, we you know from the Blackpool game, you know, he he then became uh you know, this defender that, you know, Liverpool were after and Arsenal were after and stuff like that. And so um
0: really helped with his confidence.
1: It really did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and, yeah, I mean, and as well, if there were only ever two players on that pitch at the last game at the bowling to score that last goal, it was either going to be him or no, Noble, weren't it? Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, if, you, if someone read that, la- that line-up and said, right, pick two players that you want to score the final goal at yeah. the bowling, who would it be? You'd pick, obviously, Noble would go first, but you'd also have winston Reid in behind and what a header oh, what yeah. bullet do you know what i mean someone someone of the caliber of david de gea can't even keep that off his line do you know what i mean
1: it's and so that, true yeah it's so you know, true it's just you know, ma- meant to be wasn't it that whole
0: yeah that, that, that whole
1: thing about him
0: oh you know, that that's yeah that season was meant to be again a game that i watched with my granddad you know diehard spurs fan and again I mean, I can count probably of both fans quite a few times. I've seen my granddad celebrate quite yeah. massively for a West Ham goal. And that last goal at the Bowlin, that was, yeah, that was, that was something special. That's a game that, I mean, I was only 15, 16. It's a game for some reason, always kicked myself to never have been able to go. But I mean, um, that's... I'm one of millions of West Ham fans that go, I really wish I could have gone to that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What a game. What a game of football.
1: It was, man. It was a great send-off. And it was, again, it was one of those, it happens occasionally where things just work out for West Ham. It doesn't happen very often. Mm, mm. And then same way that it worked out for you for that Brighton game. You know, sometimes the stars do align at the right times and that was one of those games. Okay, so we'll put Oggy in, we put Winston Reid in. Next defender, who are we going to have?
0: So, on the left, I'm going to have Mr. Aaron Cresswell.
1: Aaron Cresswell, the man with the magic hat. Where is he? There he is. There he is.
0: Cresswell.
1: Renaissance for Cresswell, I think, this season.
0: Mm, mm, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think having him in more of the, the five rather than the four mm, definitely yeah. aids his ability so that you know you especially when hopefully next season a lot more when um masuaki's um fit and mm. uh, maybe even if we bring in um i believe is it junior fairpo that we're Barcelona. one of the guys
1: yeah from barcelona mm-hmm. yeah I mean, one of the million people we, we're sort of linked to but yeah, yeah. um they're one of them, you know, one of them. You, know, you
0: know someone that that sort of you know that when that can fully push up like what Masuaku does he fully mm. goes up and sort of Cresswell sort of somewhat sits on sort of just the edge of the box maybe a little bit further back so that if yeah. Masuwaku can't fully cut in he can bring it in and Cresswell can cross it in mm. and you know this season you know like you said it's been a renaissance for him yeah it has. it has it's been phenomenal for him and another one it's completely gained his confidence yeah. hopefully he brings that into next season do you know what I mean um, I totally
1: agree.
0: You know, and as much as we've got a lot of people that can get their head on a ball, if we have an out-and-out out striker getting mm. those kind of crosses coming in, do you know what I mean? Like, that's
1: that's the thing. That's, that's that's the thing. I've I've said it for a little while. We are a strike away from being a dangerous side. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. the amount of times we, I think, uh, I think Spurs did one more. Would work hits this season and us. Um, but uh, you yeah, know, 23 times or something like that. If half of them had gone in, we would oh. have easily been the Champions League. You know, what I mean, no problem, no worries at all. Oh, yeah. Um, and and oh, crestwell still ended up being a top of sister this season yeah. for us. Yeah. And yeah. from a center back, three of the back, three wing back, whatever you have, four left yeah. back, whatever, still bloody impressive, man. Oh, yeah. Um, Top man. Right, so put Cress in. Uh, next one, who's next player?
0: It's going to be, it's bit of a, probably a bit of a shock. I mean, especially the other right back that's had such a great season this season. I love him. Um, but for me, Pablo Zabaleta.
1: Pablo Zabaleta?
0: Yes. There he is. I think just seeing someone that, that come from City and he had such a brilliant history with them, but to see someone embrace West Ham, I think as much as he did, for me, like Zabaleta, just he just seems like the nicest bloke out there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And he's even when we had him, it was a typical West Ham signing. Bring him in when they're a little bit older than, than you know, just sort of a little bit past their prime. But mm. he, I feel like he always put everything into it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think he's one of those players who, you know, you couldn't. And if anything, he was—he would It's very reminiscent of the team now. Zabaleta, yeah. one of those players that you would never slag his commitment off. you know, he was. His legs had gone. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But oh, you yeah. could never slag his commitment off. And I think, uh, and so he, he was not given an easier ride. But it was like, oh, it's not his fault. He's been picked. You know, he's an old. Yeah, yeah. He's, and, and and it used to be, we, I mean, during the, oh, I think it's sort of the 2000s, we had a raft of playing left-backs, really old mm-hmm. left-backs. We had Stuart Pearce and Winterburn and Chris Powell and Rufus Brever and, you know, all these guys. And you could get away with that then, but you can't yeah, now. You can't, full-backs then. aren't full fullback. fullbacks backs are basically midfielders. You know, yeah, look how yeah, many yeah. assists Cresswell's got. Look how many, how many crosses Sue Fowler's in a game. You know what oh. I mean? So, um,
0: I was like but, up and down the wing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And that's what I mean. And so I think Zabaleta was the last of an old breed of of fullbacks, really. And um, you know he did a great job. You know he's and yeah. everyone loved him. So
0: yeah, oh, fair play. Yeah.
1: I think it's a great shout, man. I think it's a great shout. Okay, lucky. Right, let's go into midfield then.
0: Right. So I've gone for the 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 typical West Ham 4-2-3-1, which is probably the opposite of. <laughs> but um...
1: we'll make it work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you um, go through the. T- who's, who's your next player then, Kai? Go on. Then.
0: It's gonna be Mr. Scotty Parker.
1: Scotty Parker, Okie dokey. Yeah. Good start.
0: Yeah, I, like I mean, you know, as much as he went to Spurs pretty much straight after we went down, uh, he's one of them. I, I very rarely see a lot of West Ham fans sort of talk bad on or talk down to. I mean, that's probably only from my experience and being quite young and sort of. Going through the the sort of the last sort of couple of years of Scotty Parker and seeing him, mm-hmm. but from my memory, which is probably definitely nowhere near as good as yours, mate. Mm. Like he always just, just he's. Just, I don't even know how to put it in. I can't even really put it into words, but like. He was he was just vital. He
1: was vital, and he, oh, he, was, he, was, he was, was he was critical. It was Pinnock, yeah. you know, he was, you know, he was he was he was the the glue of that team. You know, he, he was, and you know, it always it always made me laugh. They, you know, the journalists always put him down as captain Scott Parker and stuff like that, and he wasn't. It was Matthew Upson was a captain, yeah, and he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, I used to see him come out of the players' entrance sometimes, literally hobbling. He'd put really? so much effort into the game, yeah. and Right. That's the thing that always winds me up about people about Scott Parker. There's always an asterisk by his name. People took his like some, by some people, not like not by a lot of people, but some people. In yeah. you know way, we, well, we went to Tottenham, he's like, well, Ma- Martin Peters went to Tottenham mm. in
0: 1970.
1: Bobby Moore wanted to leave to go to Arsenal or Tottenham.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's you know, and they were and they revered. You know, and yeah, I think Scott, of course. of course, three years in a row, Hammer of the Year, you know what I mean? And, and, oh, yeah, you, know, you look at the people like it's like Brookings, Moore, Bonds, these are the type of people who, who get, they've yeah. done that accolade. Yeah. And, um, if it weren't for him, we would have been dead and buried months before then.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, like, he's, he's one that, I think you go to other fan bases and they'd always, you know, pick out a, a sort of West Ham player from the bowling, it, like just before we joined the, um, we went on to the London Stadium sort of the last 10, 15 years of the bowling, pick out one mm-hmm. player and the majority of them, no matter what fan base they come from, they pick out Scott Parker, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, and as much as he went on to Spurs, uh, in a sense, I can't, can't necessarily blame him you know
1: no I can no you Especially know he's like, he said to me, he said yeah his, his dad was on his deathbed and he told said that he was a big spurs fan as well and he said he'll, he'll play for tottenham one day and 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 you know I'm being funny even like the day before he was leaving for spurs he knew he was going he still played for west ham and scored i think and what for the world it was um and you know we all we asked for his commitment and that was commitment you know you it was 20 it must be 28 29, something like that he was you know just going to the england squad yeah. um yeah he could have stayed with us for a year and seen where where we went to, but but then it's but I think I think there's there's a disconnect isn't there sometimes between fans and footballers you know you know for some, a lot of people they see it as a foot it, it's it's a, you know they have to earn as much money as they can in a short amount of time, so you know yeah. it's about going to other clubs and I know we go it's but it's the same as us if you've got a job, you know say your firms oh, you can do the same job you're doing now, but for twenty mm. percent more.
0: You go there, you know, so it's like
1: you know it's it's weird, isn't it
0: opportunities, do you know what I mean yeah, you know playing european football more more of a look into getting into your national team, do you know what I mean, because as much as you know even if you perform well if you're a team like us, i mean I think the last, the sort of twenty six man england squad I, I think that's sort of. In a sense, it would have been a, a a clear sort of seeing with certain teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, if you're not part of the big six or you're not within the top ten in the Premier League, you ain't got a chance. Yeah, you know I and mean? even if you are, yeah, or Jesse, yeah, no, exactly. And oh god, did I get it wrong with him? And I, I oh.
1: me too, I got it wrong with him as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I know ate my words and happily, so happily, exactly, just take that all back. But, yeah.
1: All right, we'll put yeah, Scotty Parker in. Parker. All right. Who's next?
0: It's, it's got to be our young captain, Detlam Rice.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Let me find Declan There he is.
1: What, what a boy. What a boy. Uh,
0: for me, I mean, I always, for some reason, always find his, his play style... A little, bit, I'd, I'd sort of call it sort of more old school. Sort of not mm. yet. you know, you sort of see at the moment you've got DMs. That will, I know that he's been doing it a bit more this season. He's been getting into the box, but I think that's at points where we've needed him to do it. It's not been a consistent excess of getting what you're doing. You're out of position. You, you're trying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Forward, what you mean. You know what I mean? But even when he's got the ball at the edge of the box, he knows his limits and he won't. You know, he won't go for wonder goals and he won't do this. He will pass it about and try and find space. And, yeah, like, for some reason, I always find that his, his play style is a bit more, I would always call it old school for some reason. But, I mean, uh, I mean, see, watching him for the first time and, you know, you knew there was something special. Yeah. You knew there was something with him. And this season has, has been a complete game changer and eye-opener for everyone, going to see, you know, people, you know, he's, he, I think he's brilliant, but you see Goldbridge, you know, at the start of the season, Mark Goldbridge going, oh, I don't want Declan Rice anywhere near United. Yeah. And from, from like February onwards, it's all I've heard him talk about, all I've seen him talk about, mm-hmm. on Twitter, oh, United needed, de- CDM, oh, we should go for Declan Rice, seeing as that Chelsea couldn't go for him because that's, you know, that's why Lampard. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, but that's that's the thing. I think. I think to, to be honest, I think until uh, I'd say almost until when we played Poland, I think it was in the this season. Mm. No, not outside West Ham. Not all people got Declan Rice. they Didn't get him. You know what no. I mean? Same. No. Way, I, I didn't get Calvin Phillips. I didn't get Jack Grealish, You know, I didn't because yeah. I didn't. I didn't see him. I didn't see Lee's ninety minutes. I didn't see mm. uh, even indeedy for for you know, I, I didn't see these teams for ninety minutes, so I couldn't be a fit. So, but. In the same way no. that I understand why people didn't see De- what what we see in Declan yeah. Rice, people and now people are starting to see it.
0: Yeah, people just see the score sheet and they go for Of course the they do, yeah, yeah of course they do. You know I mean? And and that's no, that's nothing on suit. I mean, again, what a signing! You know what I mean? Like he's been he's been phenomenal and he's been so so vital to our performance this season. But like you said, it's not until you sit there and you watch a couple of games for ninety minutes, you watch West Ham and. That's where you mm. see Etelme Rice and you see you see what he's really well and truly about. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that that you know, for me that that final charge against Arsenal when we drew three three, you know, we had it so we got bitten on the ass and it happened to us and it wasn't very nice and uh, <laughs> you know, um, but that charge that he made, that run that he he, he sort of as if he got the ball and he was just like, do you know what, none of yous have been able yeah. to do it. Enough. I'm doing it. I'm going for it. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's the
1: thing. I think, I think there's a bit more of that this season. Maybe because they've been giving in the captain's armband, mm. there's a bit more... Right, okay. There's a bit more, I'll be honest, there's a bit more Scott Parker about him. Mm. Mm. In that, in that yeah. you're looking retrospectively back at Parker, mm. there were certain times where he went, right, fuck it, you're not going to do this, I'm going to do it myself, and I'm going to stick my I'm ass gonna... out and spin yeah. it around and go, you know, and he would drive the team forward. And there's a yeah. lot of Declan Rice in that now in this yeah. position that he plays. And... Um, and yeah. it's, it's great. The only concern, not concern. The only fly in the ointment is when he plays for England. There's a lot of t- players who want to do that as well. So it's almost yeah. like he plays all a slightly withdrawn role. I think, you know, he doesn't do that yeah. commanding, yeah. you know, midfield role because he maybe doesn't have to. Um, yeah. Maybe, just, I don't know. Maybe he's got a, a bit like in Joe Cole and Joe Cole played for England. Obviously he put him on the left yeah. and he never got that sort of, never got the real Joe Cole. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think that's the only but so for me because it means you know he just gets there he does a job and you know he'll go home and no one want to buy him so
0: that's fine, me. Well, that's fine with me exactly I'm completely happy with everyone thinking like the, the scout record that come out report from United that come out that Declan Rice is too slow he's like Nemanja Matic and yeah. he's not good enough sweet Brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's shit. I agree. Declan Rice is awful. Let West Ham keep yeah. on with him for the next 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Let him stay with us, you know. But, it, yeah, he's he's been something else this season.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just – but, yeah, I just think it's it's great that he's sitting – well, like a deck, he's just he has his enthusiasm for the game, which is just infectious. Mm. Mm. He always – everyone just wants to be his mate. And I love that. Yeah. I love the yeah, fact yeah. that he's and, just relatable, such a relatable bloke. Um, right okay so we got well i'm gonna throw it into a 442 anyway doesn't matter but okay so now you got your three so yeah. who's who's your first of your three
0: so the first one is gonna be one that i've already alluded to and it's gonna be kevin nolan
1: kevin nolan that's super kevin nolan there he is yeah. love kev
0: just do you know I, I think i was gonna mention it earlier and i do i do think where he's you know, he played for Newcastle for years, and I think he he got the feel of what they were all about. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I find that West Ham and Newcastle fans, I feel like we quite similar. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's everything's about the football, and it's about the passion, it's about yeah, everything is is what you do for the shirt. I don't care whether you 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 have one sort of game where you don't put in. You, you miss a pass that you made last last week, or you misplace a shot, or whatever. But as long as you you put everything on the line for that game, that's all that matters. And I yeah. think you know Kevin Nolan then coming from it, coming into us, I think was just a brilliant, brilliant addition from it was. Yeah, it you know
1: I mean? was, it was. And I mean he took a risk, you know, because I mean mm. he was he had to drop down a division. I think he I think he he, he regularly says when people ask him the question that he I think he had his best scoring season at Newcastle um yeah. the season yeah, before. Yeah. And so it, it took, you know, and but he saw the project that Sam wanted to, you know, he trusted yeah. Sam and um yeah, he just he was it was brilliant. It was it was critical for that that promotion season for us and, and even oh, more critical now. Even more oh, critical
0: yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, he's he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's he's, you know, I mean, will be forever famous for his chicken runs down the line, you know. But yeah, he 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 was he was so vital to that team, and he was into that push into the Premier League to have someone, you know, that had, like you said, dropped down a division, it took the risk, joined us, brought us back up again and then to be able to sort of guide us that first season back in the premier league with pretty much a brand new starting 11 that what when we when we left with like i remember when we got relegated we had so many players leave you know and There's then a lot. yeah and then seeing you know, sort of having someone like nolan at, at the the sort of the helm of it all on the pitch and sort of being the driving force for that team for that first season back up. I mean, I believe at that point we'd brought in Yusy Yaskalinen and um a few other names that I can't necessarily remember off the top of my head. But
1: there was a lot. There was yeah I mean he brought in a lot. yeah.
0: A lot. Yeah there was but a lot to have he he was the perfect player to have go he from was. the championship back up to the Premier League and to sort of start a slow and steady rebuild, do you know what I mean? Sort of mm. maintaining our positions in the league and you know sort of slowly push forward and he's he's continued to do that with backroom staff. I mean, he's you know, like I said, every day he's brilliant and the clear oh, yeah. the clear um like connection that he has with the players as well. You know, like the video West Ham put out a couple of weeks ago, I think just before the last game against Southampton, yeah. um, of him and Jesse coming out of the um, coming out, coming onto the pitch into to rush Green, you know, and they're, they're fucking about, do yeah. you know, making a mick out of each other, and you know, it's 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 just brilliant to see someone like him sort of, it's it's as if he's he's like his his thank you sort of back to us kind of it's like i, I, I don't
1: know it just, he's he's brilliant i love him yeah no, I, just, I think i think yeah i mean, oh, he's brilliant was. too i think he's, he's a great coach mm. he's a fantastic coach um and i think he's got an it, it, the role he played when he joined us was as the join between lamp between uh, big fat sam And the Mm. team, and he was like the man in the middle. And now it's almost like he's the same role, but a little bit further up. So he's the man in the middle between Moisey and Mark Noble. And Mark Noble's the man between, you know, so there's like a chain of command and I think it's perfect. It just works perfectly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll put Nolan in. Good old Kev. Who's next, man?
0: It's going to be Mark Arnautovic.
1: Oh, Mark Arnautovic.
0: I mean... sling him on the left because I know Moise He played him, played him a couple of times, sort of left and striker. Sort of.
1: Sweeping. Well, I, I've said I said about Marco and I think if if we had, if we had a 2018 Marco Anatovic in the team this year, oh. being champ, we'll be in Champions League. No problem. We'd have been in Champions League by by March.
0: Yeah. No probs. Yeah. Problems. yeah. Superb was, player. He was psych else. He, like, And he's one that I was talking to a mate from work who's a Spurs fan. And, you know, I said to him, All right, that's, you know, 17, 18 season, Arne, Arnie, if he come mm. back, he'd be saying else. And he went, what did Arnie really ever do for you? And I was just like, I can't put into words how, how good Arnie was for us in that season. Yeah. Do you know what i mean like he was i think during the short stint that he had with us he either he come close to pretty much equal in the amount of goals that he had in the league with Stoke in in so Must many last yeah. Do you know what i mean like and he was only with us for what two seasons two and a half seasons or has a, to be, season yeah, and a half season
1: yeah,
0: yeah like you said i mean the last couple of years they have all just sort of merged into one um but yeah, Arnie that that season with him, Hernandez, Antonio, uh, jao Mario as well. Like yeah, Arnie was brilliant.
1: I mean yeah. he was he what I liked about Arnie is is as I said, he was he's the he's the perfect foil for the foot for the uh the uh Moyes formation. When mm-hmm. he plays this one up front, he was the perfect man. Antonio's yeah. great. Antonio's yeah. great, and in case you've got him on the team, he's a great player. I, yeah, he's great. But for me, I think Onuah it, had it all in that position. He had the not he had the strength, not as yeah. much strength as Antonio, but he was a strong boy. He yeah. had a lot of pace, maybe not as much as Antonio, but enough. Yeah. He was a nasty bastard. Which mm. is what you need in that position. You need to get into the diff- always remember that Burnley game where he was like wait, laughing at Ben Mee's face, you know, after he mm. fucked up. Um, yeah. and he had a, yeah. he had a, and you give him a chance and it'd take, take it. He'd take it.
0: He would take it. I mean, you know the Chelsea game where we won one nil, it's almost sort of come from nothing. You know, yeah. brought the ball into the box box was pretty congested, had a shot and buried it into the bottom corner. Exactly. That was brilliant. Yeah, he was, he was something else on it. And um, it's a shame that everything that's gone out around him since he's left. I mean, you hear the rumors that he was, he wasn't great for the dressing room. And now we're hearing that that was most likely false news. Yeah, which I'm I'm, re- I'm I'm quite glad that that is the case. Yeah,
1: catch. me too, me too. You
0: know, because bringing him back, I think just just as backup as something, not as as the starting striker, and I, I think that would be the wrong choice. The wrong choice mm. to Arnie back as number one as the number Oh one yeah, he's,
1: he's too, yeah he's he's too gone for that.
0: Yeah, but I think having him back and knowing the relationship that he's got with some of our players, you know, you hear mm. no. Uh, Noble talk about him the other day a couple of weeks ago sorry and saying yeah. that, you know he talks to him on a regular basis you, you yeah. know after the um, Austria-England game there's a video of which turning his phone round and he's on FaceTime with Noble yeah I mean, like, he's still in constant talks with him and before the England game as well talking to Jesse and Declan as well exactly yeah, um, yeah. you know it's, 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 it's really nice to hear the opposite of what we've been told and I think he would be especially under Moyes, that's the one thing as well. If I remember correctly, it all went wrong under Pellegrini with him. Mm, mm. It didn't go wrong under Moyes. It was sweet as with him under Moyes from from what I can remember. Um, I
1: think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, again, I can't remember it. I, yeah, yeah, It's like, again, everything's all blurs into one, but yeah. under, I mean, Moyes was the one who who converted him, you know, obviously mm. under under Bilic, he was a, a right winger, left winger, whatever, but he wasn't, you know, he'd paid twenty million quid for this guy and he wasn't doing it with that. And Moyes put him into a into a more advanced role and he he flourished. And um and I think Moyes just has that way of developing players like that and getting them under his wing. Um and uh, you know, and I mean the whole thing about onesovic being a being a you know, a snake in the grass, so to speak, at a club and things like that, on that Crouch podcast, Peter Crouch came out and said the same thing. Yeah, he said he was—he was the <laughs> nicest bloke in the world. Yeah, you know, it's, and, it's and just I just wonder
0: think... where these have all come from. Do you know what I mean? Why yeah. Why it's what like why I, I understand he didn't leave the club in a great way, he, and he didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that's completely understandable, but I mean to turn around and sort of falsify. And say that he he was an arsehole when he was the reason that we started to have problems, and he screwed mm. up the dressing room, and you know it just sort of makes you wonder. Oh, I mean, we probably know why where that's all come from because I know Karen Brady came out after we were linked with him just before, uh, just after the end of the season. She mm. came out and pretty much said we don't want anything to do with him.
1: Well, I think I mean again. I think it's, it's all it's all Chinese whispers, isn't it? With these things, mm-hmm. it's like you know you look at the, who the player, and I think maybe him in the Pellegrini era may have been a bit more disruptive than
0: yeah, Moyes. Yeah. You know,
1: so so I, you know it's interesting. I mean, I, I'd welcome I'd be the same as you. Kai. I'd welcome him back as a number two. I think he'd be a fantastic number two, um, especially on some sort of clever pay as you play deal or you know a performance yeah. thing. Um, look, we'll see what happens, man. Right, we'll put Arnie in. Uh, Who's going to be the next one? Who's your next one?
0: It's got to be Ricardo Vazte.
1: Ricardo Vazte, love it. It's
0: got to be Vazte for me, especially where that that sort of second half of the championship season was so vital for me as a West Ham fan. Hmm. Having Vazte be as good as he was, was sort of like the nail in the coffin. For me, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, just yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he didn't really do that great in the Premier League, but that, that doesn't phase no. me at all. That doesn't phase me at all. He was, you know, the reason why we're back up in the Premier League. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly.
1: Yes, I mean, you know he, I mean? He, he did the right. He was he was the right person for the right job. You know yeah. what I mean? He was he did the right job for us. We did. We needed someone who yeah. could come in and we need that extra bit of quality. I think in the championship, we were quite pragmatic yeah. as are. You know, we had a lot of good, good players. But we was not anything, you know, that anything West Hammy, you know, we, we, we like mm-hmm. those sort of slightly cavalier players and, and he was that and he was yeah. great and he, he was smash, he smashed up for barnsley and yeah. um you know i just think he came and did a great job for us and as he said it doesn't matter what happens in in the in the history books it will say that he his goal gets us you know put, oh, took us in the premier oh, league so
0: yeah yeah no exactly exactly and yeah i think yeah he goes under as a club legend i think just for that mm. goal in itself, Even if that was the only goal he ever scored for us, I think he'd, he'd have to go under as some sort of, I think in that case, not necessarily a, a legend, but definitely some sort of figurehead for the, t- for the club that, that allowed us to sort of go back up and now sort of become West Ham again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But a, a bigger West Ham, a West Ham that can survive year in, year out in the Premier League and,
1: mm, mm.
0: you know, and get stronger, and hopefully we are on that. We are on a, a, an A-road straight to it going well, but it's West Ham. Nothing ever goes that well.
1: <laughs> no, we know that. There's always going to be a road bump in there. It? There's no. always going to be a road bump. We've got one more
0: spot. We do. We do have one more spot. Who's it going to? And that is going to Diafrasaka. Saka. Oh, that's a, a one. Yeah. That's a good Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I think Barani, I think he's he's been one of our best strikers in a long time. Mm. I think diafrasacco was he was brilliant. And I I, I don't I don't really know I, I don't know where we got him from, if I'm honest.
1: I just, uh oh, it's sort of a French team. Um I think it was Non or something or Len or something like that.
0: Mm. And he just sort of I mean, for me Again, sort of, sort of through a dry period of not really following us as much, um, and not following West Ham as much as I, as I usually would, and and as I do now. All of a sudden, for me, the Sacco popped up onto the scene, along with yeah. like him and Valencia, and you know they sort of popped up onto the scene. It was a bit like, oh, who are these guys? Where, yeah, where are
1: they yeah, coming? yeah.
0: And, how is he banging in goals? <laughs> you know, like and um, he, yeah, he was just he was he was a bit of a dark horse. I find like like I said for me anyway, I didn't know where he come from. I didn't really weren't really taking any notice. And from out of nowhere, bang, he's on the scene and he's he's doing it for us. And then that that last season in the Bolin, I mean, that 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 goal he got against United. I mean, fluky as you like, yeah. but <laughs> we take it, you know. And he was one that uh, I never really understood why we let him go because I still, yeah. he was he was still performing pretty well, you know. And I think with just a little bit of backup, or you know, sort of not necessarily, possibly, possibly stepping away from the number one slot of being our main striker, but you know, having someone to give him competition. Do you know what I mean? I think that's yeah. all somewhat been our problem. We never mm. we very rarely have someone in a position that that creates competition. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, he's for me this season, he's had an up and down season, It's Jared Bowen. I think he's I do think he's brilliant, but there's no one on that right hand side really that, that that we can put there that tests him that is an out and out right winger, like Bowen is. You know, mm. put Fournau's out there, but four, you could put Fournau's out on the left, you could put nows out in the centre.
1: Easily. So, yeah.
0: Like, you know, you could put Fournau's down in the centre defensive midfield role n- alongside Sucek, which, which <laughs> we've, done, we've done a couple of games. And that, that's not good enough competition. Do you know mm. what I mean? And I think possibly having in, if we had sort of clear competition, I can't really like, from the 16s, 15s, 16s, season I think he was our number one and then yes. we then we brought in what Simone Zaza Oh that was yeah. brilliant weren't it do you know what I mean? oh fucking hell and what Jonathan uh, Clare, Clary?
1: yeah Jonathan Caleri yeah
0: oh fucking class you know top strikers do you know there's yeah. there's there's never been an essence of right this position is good but we can make it better we can make it better and we need to put in competition you know, um, is what I'm a bit worried about with the DMs this season, with the chance of Crowl or however you pronounce the name mm. coming. Rumour has it that that now apparently we're not interested because we're all right with Declan Rice, Suchek and Noble, and, and that's the exact problem that we always have. that There's mm. then no competition; these these positions become complacent. Um, yes,
1: I know what you mean. I know and, you mean,
0: man. Yes. Performances start to drop off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because they can then sit there, they'll sit in the dressing room and they'll go, Well, which one of you are going to take over me next game? None of yours, yeah, I get you. Do you know what I mean? Like, and mm. even even my worst performances are better than your best. So
1: Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? And I but I and I think I think mean, the I think the only difference with with sort of that time to now is mm. I think we've got we've now got a team, so you know yeah, I I, yeah, I don't I think you know particularly that last season of the bowling, you know it was it was, a, it was a, I mean it was a, it was a team, but looking back it now is basically give the ball to Piatt and see what he can do.
0: Yeah, it was all carried that too.
1: Yeah, and so and so you know the other team plays can sort of not not put their foot off the payroll. That's not what I'm trying to say, oh, but no. it, it's you know what I mean whereas where this team now if someone didn't pull their weight you'd be for sure there's going to be about six or seven of them dragging him by the collar if not you go back into the change room you've got david moyes you've got piercy you've got nolan you've got until <laughs> alan, uh, uh, alan yeah this season uh, like you know you wouldn't you'd have to uh, perform you have to perform well, so you,
0: you know that they're going in there and they're getting an absolute bollocking I would, yeah,
1: I would never want to, to like, not perform or not no. try because I'd Piercy be scared. It, He, scared.
0: Piercy's the one that scares me. Yeah, do he does scare
1: me, know? yeah. He does scare me, man. He does scare me. Now, I know it's not 4-4-2. I know it's a 4-2-3-1, but I, it's the only graphic I had ready. Yeah, yeah. That's why. But there we go. I, do you know what, Kai? I like it because there's some different players on there. Vaste getting a shout-out. You know, mm. I think that's great. And Arnie getting a shout-out. And Sacco as well. You said... I once had a, the privilege of watching a game with Sacco and Cech Coyote uh, back at the old ground once, and I, I, it was it was hilarious um, because mm. they they weren't paying attention, and I was trying to educate them on the virtues of Italian football. Um, long story, <laughs> ne- never worked. I'm trying to show them that, Mich- that Fabrizio Miccoli, who was playing up front for FC Car at the time, he was mm. about twenty. He was about twenty stone. He was a big lad. Um, <laughs> but he was a it- full Italian international. Had played for AC Milan and they didn't believe me. So I was sort of Wikipedia <laughs> showing them. They're like, no, yeah. so that's, that's, that's my abiding memory of that. Yeah. Kai man. It's been, it's been a pleasure, man. Apps Abso- an hour and 20 minutes has literally flown oh. by. Um, man, I love man. these doing these shows, man, but it's a, do you know, it's a, it's, it was a really, and, and I love the way that it was, it was a real personal, um, story about it. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people go, Oh, I support West Ham because of my dad, yeah, there. yeah. But there, there's a lot more in there, and I love the fact yeah. you still have the bubble hat as well. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And once you get those pictures, send them to me, and we'll it will go out. And if we haven't got it, I, you know, I'll retweet it afterwards with the pictures. So because I yeah. think everyone needs to see yeah. them, man. Be great.
0: The last thing I'll add is, um, along with the pictures and all that, um, this season because I think it was it's coming up to the ninth anniversary of his death. Um, yeah. This season for Christmas, I mean pretty shit. i had COVID throughout christmas so i couldn't do it on christmas day but um just into the new year early january I, I i can get a photo of this as well but um you know my granddad's got a photo of his best mate sat in because he had a he had a flat in spain and wearing um uh, like a sort of bobby moore shirt it's got bm on it yeah and, uh, his his initials were bm his name was brian and, um, you know, so for Christmas, I, I, I was looking for a shirt, looking for a shirt, looking for a shirt. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. And I then decided, sod it. I'm going to get it. So I got a brand new West Ham shirt with Middleton and Six on the back. Nice. And, I mean, it was quite funny because I, I, I gave, because that, that um I'd already bought like vintage Spurs shirts. One for my granddad, one for my stepdad. So I gave my granddad that one. I uh, gave him the vintage Spurs shirt. And he went, Oh, this should have but this must have burnt you buying this and handing this over. <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah, Spurs, in it? it's all right. I, I can tolerate you. <laughs> and then and then the way we- I gave him the West Ham shirt. And he didn't have a clue because he's opened it at the front. He's just seen the brand new West Ham shirt. And I've gone yeah. to oh this must be burning your hands, holding on to this. And he goes, No, nah. he said, nah. he, said nah. he said, you. You know, West Ham's always got a spot in my heart, and I'm like, yeah, I know. And I could just see the back of the shirt, and I'm sat there like, tearing up like my mum's has yeah. gone. My mum's sat next to me in pieces. My granddad doesn't have a clue. He then just turns oh, the beautiful. shirt, around, sees the name, sees the number, and just breaks down. Oh. You know, and and to me, like that, that's why it's so important to support West Ham for me. Yeah. Is, is to pass on this. This what started off as a friendship, was now sort of turned into brotherhood, which is now, you know, then with the football and and it's, it's you know this the no, combination of emotions and you know like my little brother's a Spurs fan. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> he's not a Spurs fan. My little brother's a West Ham fan, and then my youngest brother, he he doesn't know who to choose, but. I'm, Going to try and get him for next season. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if the stadiums go back to a bit more capacity, hopefully, hopefully. yeah. Um, I'm going to hopefully try and drag him along to a game because I mean, he's he is a little West Ham fan, but it's now just trying to make him decide who does he pick 100%. Do you know what I mean? And again, for me, it's passing on that message.
1: That's what it is, man. It all is, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And it doesn't matter but it doesn't matter what league we play in or whether we're in europe or whatever it's about it's just as you said it's about maintaining that sort of that sort of family tree type of thing you yeah. know so with my daughter and hopefully her her kids will support west ham and you know yada 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 and um and that's what it's all about man that is literally what it's literally always about but yeah anyway kai it's been a pleasure thank you so I much guess. man and obviously thank you to everyone who's been watching um whether you do give it a like give it a share give it a subscribe and for myself and from kai take care everyone stay safe wash those hands get those job appointments come on you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone much love